Hey, 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 this is Bunny, and I am back with another episode, and I'm going to be talking about something that is very important, and that is very uh, timely. (laughs) Grad season. College grad season. Yes. A moment of celebratory success and anxiety. We're going to really get into that and how we can really understand to cherish our present but before I get into that I want to get to my little advice so um this is my advice because it really pertains to what grad season is all about I am still in my recent post-grad era and it's really interesting to see how that era is defined and what constitutes a recent post-grad but um it's years in the making I guess and it's a really interesting phase of life because I would say if you're someone who's graduated college from uh like under three years you're still considered a recent post-grad but there's just certain things that you just kind of think that only really pertains to months when it comes to certain labels and things of that nature but it's really interesting because it's life and it shows how things change but with my advice I want to say for post-grad season there's a lot of successes there's a lot of failures and to understand that manifestation and what comes with that like we all have this idea of what we want. We all have this idea of what we should be doing by a certain time and what we should have at a certain age. And so definitely look at not having such time restraints on ourselves. Like don't put pressure on ourselves. I noticed that when you want to manifest uh, more efficiently, quicker in a sense, uh, more attuned to what you visualized gratitude is the first step to really ensure that it comes along as well as understanding that there's a level of uh, distance you have to put yourself between your goals and your manifestations because if you only look at your manifestations like this is it and this is the only way it's so hard for it to come into fruition because you're hyper fixated on this specific route you're hyper fixated on the specific manifestation you're hyper fixated in a way like you're not even able to think anywhere else but this but if we let it give some room like give us some room give us some space and just allow for it to come to us and you're like okay like say like you need an appointment appointment hello you need an apartment okay so you're like okay I want an apartment but the verbiage is like oh I need do you really need that like no let's not have the verbiage in such a um a way that paints no other option like I'm attracting an apartment that apartment wants me you know, like rephrasing it in a way that you're allowing room for your manifestation to grow as well as um, less pressure. 
when you apply so much pressure, you apply so much hyperfixation on it, it takes longer. So if you allow yourself to just be grateful for the moment and you say, like, look, the apartment wants me, that apartment's attracted to me, the most luxurious apartment wants me, the most luxurious and safe apartment is attracted to me. You know, you get specific with it because when you're more specific with your manifestations, they come out in such a way um, that it's just, like, beautifully tenfold than what you have imagined. But, um, yeah, definitely just think about that. Give yourself some space. Just do. Try to live in the present. Um, and it's easier said than done, but very much give yourself that space and that wiggle room to understand that. Um, this could be your manifestation. This could be something that comes and goes, but you want to be able to have that come to you naturally because you thought it, you believed you're capable of it, but let it come to you naturally so that it's not something where you have all this pressure and you think that this is what other people my age are doing and this is what I should be doing because this is age appropriate and this is what I should be doing because I just graduated. Like, no, let things flow to you. Do what you have to do do what you need to do but let things flow to you and try to live in the present by doing those things um and that's like the best thing I could help because a lot of times uh post-grad anxiety and depression and all these different things can get to you where you're just hit with an abundance of like financial uh environmental existential and like academic and career issues and that all just is really shaped around the economy but it's just like an amalgamation of things that we have to all of a sudden pay attention to and you have to shift gears a little bit but take your time and what works for you ask yourself questions like you know what do I do um in times of crisis what can I do better what should I do to take my mind off of things what should I do that will um help me in this journey um and just really start thinking about it and just go just go do it scared and unprepared but yeah that's really what I have to say and I kind of like gave a much longer winded um advice but I just feel like it's hard to just keep it short and cute with uh post-grad advice um so yeah but the song of the day what I've been listening to I've listened to lights and camera by yuna um yuna she has that popular album and song or album called chapters came out like around 2016 and she had that song called crush with uh usher that was like all over the radio um i used to listen to her like all the time in high school and i like rediscovered her and i was like oh my gosh i used to love her music and it was just really calming to me and i'm like really in my calm era i'm in my grateful era so i it i'm a year post-grad like it's coming up on a year um i had a job i've been without a job i've uh volunteered i've done so many different things i've slept in bed like i've become so bogged down by my mental state um so, like, the reality of it is, like, there's going to be ups and downs, and you just don't know what you're doing. Like, this is the era of just finding your way. So, give yourself some grace, y'all, for real. Um, 
I just really went back to what I was doing. But yeah, um, I'm in a grateful era because I, I'm really just trying to take heed to my advice because I realized, and it's taken me just about a year um, to actively be grateful. I've been grateful in a way that I feel like is passive. Um, and I felt like that definitely wasn't a way to like acknowledge my privileges and acknowledge my successes and all of the things I was just so worried about what I perceived as failures or setbacks and all these things. And now like I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, like I'm unemployed and I'm grateful. (laughs) Like I'm grateful for that. I have, you know, of course money saved up and I'm grateful for it because it allowed me to give myself the space I needed to grow, to be complete with myself and to learn positive code mechanisms um, that I wasn't able to find when I was working. When I was working, I worked for a job literally that was, um, honestly, that was praying after recent postgrads because they wanted to just, you know, get them in, get some work and labor out of them for cheap. And I was working from eight to six, literally like the longest hours I could have found. And I don't know, I took it because I was like, you know what, I need to have something set up. And um, I took it and I worked for those five months and I was not able to take care of my health, physical, mental, emotional, excuse me. (laughs) And it took a toll on me. So yeah, I'm unemployed and I'm searching actively for jobs um and I appreciate it um and also um I'm just able to take care of myself in a way that I wasn't and so I'm just now able to say that I'm ready to like get back in the workforce and incorporate my what I've learned basically and create a schedule for myself but you never know what is needed. You never know, like, how long of a break you need. You never know just the things that you um, will end up appreciating in the end, even though you may not want it in the moment. But when you're through it and you're towards the end of that journey, you'll realize how needed it was. And I hate that we have to learn through such trial and errors. But, yeah, I've learned that, like, this hiatus was needed. And beneficial and helped me see a lot and so now I'm a year postgrad I'm actively grateful I always you know I wake up and I say I'm grateful for being alive I'm grateful for uh, different things and I feel like a year ago I was passively grateful I wasn't really validating myself and my successes that was recently being like a graduate from college and getting my psychology degree and I felt like I just wasn't appreciating myself and all that I've done because I was so worried about, okay, what's next? What do I have to show for this degree? And I wasn't savoring the moment and it's so easy. And so, it's so easy to just, just get caught up on what's next and what you have to do next and what's age appropriate and there's different things. Like I'm staying at home. Like that's the reality of this. We're in an age of a recession and we're graduating with our degree that's a lot to say the least um that's a success in itself especially with the pandemic 
affecting our degree and our education during this time and you're graduating like we need to give ourselves that type of acknowledgement um i just was not honing in on all that i've accomplished and i'm telling you graduates really really acknowledge like i got this degree i'm doing all this stuff whatever you personally overcome overcame girl what (laughs) whatever you personally overcame to get to your degree literally think about that acknowledge that praise that because once you acknowledge and praise that and you feel that you're grateful for that then you can move on and you can see like opportunities and different experiences will come to you much more quickly after you acknowledge that but if you're so stuck on what's next what's next comes to you in slow motion just about you get what i'm saying it will come to you in a way like you feel like you are fighting every millisecond of your life since you graduated trying to get to a job trying to get to an apartment trying to get to a different city a different country whatever the case may be trying to get to um grad school trying to get to um just doing different things and just saving money like it will feel like you're in uh you're just stuck if you are hyper fixated on that like you're just stagnated and that's why i'm just saying like y'all like just really try your best to be in the moment be with your family uh uh go for opportunities that gravitate to you that you know that is a right option for you not just because it's there not just because the sake of like oh it's uh a paying gig or something like no like go to something that you know will fit for you go to something that like it's just things that are flowing to you and then you know acknowledge that your physical health is important your mental health is important and everything in between they're all connected um and so i say this to say because i can't just you know go off of my lived experiences and situations like that but um here i have one of one of my favorite sites healthline i always go to healthline like that's something i will look up anything and everything and i like it because it's reputable i like the aesthetic because i feel like the formatting is very like i don't know easy to read it's not like tiny it's not like a tiny font but everything that they're showing and that they're um conveying to you is um evidence fact so it's not just subjective and i like that you're able to see everything they have it medically reviewed and yeah it's reputable essentially is what i'm saying (laughs) so this is titled post-grad depression is real and why it happens and how to cope this is medically reviewed by dr jacqueline johnson and this was published by emily swam on may 23rd 2022 wow i wish that I saw this and I wish I had somebody um, who could just help me with this um, then because I'm finding this now but then I wasn't even able to like reach out like I was going through it mentally just in deep depressive episodes like I was taking huge um, isolation breaks from social media from my friends and I'm not even a social media type of girl like really I don't have instagram i don't have facebook um i use tiktok and pinterest the most and i was just off of it like i couldn't acknowledge anything else but my anxiety i couldn't acknowledge anything else but 
what I perceived as setbacks. So it's always something like it's hard. Um, but also I have ADHD and that's a whole thing that came to be about. I got my ADHD diagnosis literally post-grad and it was all because of this situation where I literally was going through so much in this transition and my parents and everybody was worried and it led from me thinking oh I had something else and they were like oh you have this and this and yeah it's definitely something that like you have to acknowledge like you have to acknowledge your anxiety you know I went in thinking that it was just anxiety and they were saying like you know you have ADHD as well and so um making sure that you get with uh licensed medical professionals like that's definitely something that everyone needs especially for postgrad I wish I had the list of resources that I have now but this is why I'm making this episode because um I know it's gonna be hard for a lot of college grads and it was hard for me I did not know where to look I did not know what to do I did not know like what I could do but I'm out to sum it up for y'all um so okay so there's an increase of mental health um, issues within America. I've talked about this on this podcast already. You know, there's been such an increase in with pandemic and ever since 2020, just really like exacerbating that. Um, but by this, they break down the stats and they show from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, they did a survey from 2020. And um, young adults from 18 to 25 um, did this survey. Um, it was comparative to 2010 to 2020. So 2010, it was reported for only 8.3% of those 18 to 25-year-olds having at least like one major depressive episode. 2020, went to 17%. Um, so you see how that's doubled. <laughs> you see how, you know, we're in unlikely times and things just worsen because of it and it's not just oh financial but also our mental and our physical and everything's connected if we realize the hardships that come with the recession there's a lot of things that happen domestically because of recessions and you see the rise of just different um, morbid things just because people are under pressure and they aren't able to provide for their family so um that's one thing and talk about the signs and how like if you know if you feel low and you feel basically like hopeless um like you can't even acknowledge like what I was talking about like not even acknowledging your successes and you just feel like you're guilty for everything from like oh I feel like I didn't spend enough time hanging out with my friends during college I feel like I didn't like study hard enough during college and you just can't really acknowledge the fact that you've graduated and the fact that like um, you've had your experience already and that what is in the past is in the past um, or you feel like irritated that you've graduated with this degree and you feel like you have no type of job or opportunity to show for it that cynicism and irritation that definitely will show up um, if you um, are feeling that way and just having trouble enjoying your old hobbies and not having like your friends from college or people around you, you know, things may seem pointless and hopeless and boring. Um, there's a lot of things where you feel like, you know, you just desperately wish you can go back and 
have a do over um that hopelessness and things like that and along with like change of appetite and sleep issues and brain fog like that um is something that I've all experienced but if you're feeling these symptoms you're feeling like if you're relating to literally every single thing that I'm saying like yeah let's look on how we can help each other so they talk about the causes of this they said that like you know people typically like you know they won't just end up with these symptoms they just this just won't happen to them randomly but um there's graduation related stressors stressors that really are included why am I like why did that happen like I feel like I hold my mouth kind of like funny so sometimes when I'm talking like um especially especially if I'm reading something I'm just like holding my mouth in in a funny way like I don't know but if I'm talking like off dome, like off the top of my head, I feel like it's just more easy. It's easier for me to just like talk naturally with less, I guess, pressure held in my mouth. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's going on. The subject verb agreement is not like agreeing with me today for some reason. But stay with me. Stay with me. <laughs> stay with me. <laughs> So, they talk about the job hunt. They talk about how, oh, yeah, this is important. So, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, as of March 2022, adults from 2020 to 24. Did I say Bureau? Isn't it Barrow? Like, come on, y'all. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't think I can talk today. <laughs> but the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Oh. See, I really can't. Um, that's like annoying. But they've reported that adults from 2024 have an unemployment rate of 7.5%. Um, and that's nearly double the national average. Um, I think this is very interesting because we're feeling just greater effects of the economy because we're like typically, we don't have a lot of experience recent grad you're looking for everything and you don't have like a lot of like jobs that will actually support you financially that's like livable and everyone's hiring but either they're hiring and it's just like a job posting from months ago and it's just on LinkedIn or it's on whatever job platform but the roles already been taking a lot of times like they promote within from the company instead of like looking externally and it's so interesting because they'll keep those job postings up, like, I guess to uh, scratch off the fact that they feel like they've done their due diligence of looking for uh, employees. But I don't know. It's really annoying because you see, like, they ghost you. They have already have the position filled. The rejection letter will come, like, literally, like, an hour from when you applied. I'm exaggerating, but... It will be like the next day, <laughs> and it's like what? <laughs> like the turnaround will be crazy. Um, it's really sad. So a lot of times, like college grads just feel like they're in limbo because you don't have the experience for these high-paying jobs. But then you end up getting underemployed, and that's like when you're like basically like competing with jobs um, that are typically catered towards teens. So like maybe you're a barista, maybe you're working at a uh, bookstore, maybe you're doing, and you know what, it's like money is money, because like, if you have to do that, like, it's okay, but it's literally 
because of our economy like it's not something that's truly reflective of your capabilities and your experience and you know you're literally underemployed like you're not at a job that's basically requiring a bachelor's degree or any type of degree you're at a job that you're just getting paid for and that's okay in terms of like taking the role but it's sad in the sense of like where are the jobs are going to challenge you that are going to require a bachelor's degree or any type of degree um and a lot of times as of december 2021 41 percent of recent college grads reported underemployment um so and there's nothing wrong with that but it's just like you know there's that belief that you know once you go to college and get the degree like all these jobs will just be like so open to you and we see now like, that's not the case even with master's degrees like, i noticed like, a lot of people like with uh just graduated with their master's they were applying for entry-level jobs and i was just like uh that's crazy like you should be getting like a starter job with like 90k like you should not be looking at entry-level jobs and it's just because like the market is so shitty right now and there's there's no other way to put it like for real <laughs> there's no other way to put it <laughs> like can't even hold that um so loneliness out of um college is definitely like a big thing I like I said I went back home and like most of my friends were out of town most of my friends were either in another city or back at our college town and it was just like you know nobody is here for me like my other friends they were in a different state they're you know moving on and they're doing things I'm just like you know like nobody is actually in the same city that I'm in like <laughs> and it's the reality that is hard because like I tried to make friends even like through like that um, my first job postgrad and that was like short-lived and I'm very appreciative for that time because I think like it was cool to just you know understand hey like you're lonely you can understand that and you can like wrap your head around it you can make friends outside of college from that time like you're still a functioning human who needs to socialize um I can't just sit here and talk on a screen all day which is what I would do like I would just be FaceTime my friends and doing all this doing all these calls and group calls because like that's what was most accessible to us at the time um but now like since they're graduating like we're going to be hanging out more but it's still like you know real life or life will catch up with you and people are, are still like you know moving away and people are still have, they have jobs you know so it's like it gets harder and harder to sustain that but definitely that's something to consider how to make friends post-grad so that you're not like physically like lonely all the time like even if you're living by yourself like that's like a huge thing that a lot of people deal with and it's like you know really get to understand like if you're moving to a different city or state get on them socials online find groups beforehand um before you move there so you're not just like in these like unknown waters and you have to like learn how to talk to people from jump like just like off random and it's way harder than what it needs to be i feel like social media that's like one of the pros of social media you get to meet people from anywhere it's also like a con too but 
it can help if it's specific and targeted. If you need, like, you're moving to Texas, you, you're moving to Houston, like, join Houston groups, network groups, join Houston, like, um, like Houston TikTok videos or something, something to, like, get you, like, um, more familiar with the area and the people and, like, I don't know, reaching out to people who, like, maybe have, like, smaller accounts. Like, oh, like, yeah, I'm moving, you know, because, like, I, I would not recommend, like, you know, going to, like, um, I guess, like, trying to talk to, like, people who are, like, already, like, I guess, known there because, like, it's going to be harder for y'all to connect on TikTok. Like, say if they have, like, 3 million like, that's going to be harder for them to see, like, your comment. But it's more realistic and personable if, like, this is, like, a small creator. Like, say, like, with 15K, you're like, oh, yeah, like, they're showing you, like, their vlog or something. Um, this is, like, very, very, very niche. Because, like, I do not say this is, like, a universal thing. Like, you should not do this um, with any and all people that you see within your target area. But it's, like, if you feel like, oh, like, their content is personable oh they seem cool and you know like reach out all within safe measures like um i would do that if it was like a small content creator i'm like oh i've been seeing their content for a while oh like we have some similarities um and interests in common um blase blase like oh okay i'm gonna reach out and tell them like how and they're like also a young adult and Houston and they're also doing this you know what I mean like things like that like or they're a woman or something because I'm a woman like things like that you know um being able to like network there and like have somebody that you know that um you can like just message over time and get to know digitally before y'all get to know in person um Bumble BFF I've heard like testimonials from people who said like they love Bumble they met their best friends from Bumble um also, I know like, a lot of people say, like, that was beneficial for them, and they didn't see a lot of people that were trying to, um, I guess, go off the agenda of meeting friends, of it being platonic, but I've never personally been on there, um, but also, as a heads up, a lot of times, like, um, forensics, uh, people who are in forensics, people, like, police officers, and they do not recommend dating apps because of uh, the typical issues that come with it, the safety issues. But I feel like, you know, all within reason because I am not anybody within these industries. But at the same time, like I'm talking about testimonial testimonials that I've heard from people that I've met. And they were like, yeah, like this was a good experience for me. And that was like maybe twice. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's really um different I don't know I don't feel like I ever really hear positive things about certain like apps um like that but yeah I gotta got off the rails but yeah these are things we have to keep in mind to help each other so how can we handle with these issues so take advantage of alumni services um I definitely um try to do that and for some reason my school like they got rid of like the alumni like uh, email system that they had and I was like oh yeah like I'm gonna do this because I wanted to have still some sort of like uni email so that I could get deals for different things like you know you want to still be eligible for like the college discounts and so I wanted that and I had it for about like six months and then they like 
took away the whole program um, to save money. And I was just like, what? <laughs> but um, if your school still has that and you can apply for like an alumni email, go ahead and do that. If you still want to like, I don't know, keep certain apps and discounts that you've been using. I don't For me, like it was HBO. Like I got HBO through my school and I was just like, you know, I would like to keep it free. So <laughs> I would rather do that than pay like what, $11? Like, so yeah. Um, they talk about how on Healthline, many colleges provide career services for new graduates. So like you can get like free resume editing, career coaching, or an alumni exclusive mentorship program. And so like, this is the, these are things that your tuition and everything has been paid for so like take the time and space take up the space take up the space take it up do not feel like you are doing uh the most and like this is irrelevant to you or this is something that like like you feel unnecessary no take up the space because you deserve it and because you need it period um i'm not going to look up that um to see if i have mentorship programs through my school because i've been looking all over for mentorship um, programs, um, just through organizations and like some people have like the nonprofits and different things like that, but it's so hard because I've signed up for so many and like their applications um, either closed or they just never got back to me and I thought that was really weird and considering the amount of mentorships I applied for I just thought that was weird so like definitely like mentorships are hard they're competitive um they're hard to find if you're like looking for something niche like something that um has like your background identities and something that like supports you and that you feel comfortable in or something that like it's niche to like your career path or something like they're competitive um and they're hard to find and there's always like an application deadline so definitely like look into that make sure that you are very um aware of that and what you want and specific about what you want because there's so many different mentorships out there like it's so convoluted and it's so hard to find like what would be beneficial for you whether you want like a career mentorship or an education or like a mentor that's like for your mental health or a mentor that's going to help you for your um academics like it really could be any and everything um and they also like kind of want a situation where they can have someone who can give back a lot of times like mentors like to uh, mentors like to mentor people who would go back in the program to become a mentor and basically pass it forward um or they like someone who's like i guess like um they have like high achievements and accomplishments so they're able to see um and measure their success and that really just depends on the mentorship um, and the status of it, but a lot of times, like, they're just very competitive, so really just, like, understand and look for what is most important to you when it comes for your, to your mentor, um, so they talk about, like, also catching up with friends, having friends as a buffer makes you feel like you're not as alone, your symptoms and everything that you're going through may feel muted, it may be unquiet for a little bit when you're with them, and it's like, oh, like, everything's all right, like, you know that trend on TikTok, and it's like, um, trying to hold back not being that friend, like, ah, I needed this, um, during a hangout with friends, but it's just like, yeah, like, <laughs> life is hard, 
and you need to catch up with people and you need to be able to socialize still and be a functioning human being and go out there and like small things like being able to put on makeup being able to like you know brush your teeth and like you know go out in the day and like just walk if you just need to go and walk every day to like make sure that you're keeping like interaction with the world and you're keeping your physical health in check do that if you need to go run like do whatever you need to do with what's in your reason what's in your uh possibility um do that because it's definitely needed and no matter how small it's definitely important and it's definitely useful um so um again with starting small it's kind of like habit stacking like if you know like you have trouble with like okay like i need to eat breakfast and like this helps me get my mind started and keeping my dopamine levels up go ahead and get your breakfast in and get that going for the week strive for a week where you're like okay i'm gonna get up at 10 i'm gonna get my breakfast i'm gonna do this and do that and afterwards reward yourself with something so it can become such a task that is effortless like you don't feel like oh this is a chore for me like it just becomes part of your routine not like this is the most unnecessary gruesome thing i've ever done because it's so new to you still um that's what i had to do to myself i had to habit stack and then reward myself in certain ways um just make myself um feel good but also do what's best for me and that's probably what I don't even want to do at the time but it's like you know what's best for you comes with a lot of discipline comes with a lot of different things that you have to learn and grow into um and again go easy on yourself um depression is not laziness anxiety is not indecision depression isn't uh uh you being oversensitive anxiety isn't you being stupid like it's literally the manifestations of your mental health like the physical manifestations like whether you're feeling like you're having brain fog and you're feeling groggy or you're having like like you're having terrible terrible digestive issues whether you're um you can't really speak or you get choked up with certain things literally like give yourself some grace because everyone deserves that grace everyone deserves that and i really do and i do really do recommend for everyone like if you're graduating get that therapist like get that squared away like don't even hesitate i hesitated (laughs) i hesitated because of accessibility because i was worried about it being expensive i was worried about it being something that i couldn't be able to afford we're gonna look into different things if you have to like you know go again back to your school and get those services where they can provide you with a counselor something that's through teletherapy go ahead and do that if you is if it's not covered by your um, health insurance if you have health insurance and you can cover it perfect go ahead if you don't have it like we're gonna we have to work it out because it's very much beneficial to have someone to hear you out and so that you can understand what's your reality and what you want to grow into positively um so there's different um things that can help with therapy or help with uh depression anxiety so there's like cognitive behavioral therapy where it's kind of like you have to help with rewiring your brain and your thought process to kind of learn optimism and then you have interpersonal therapy talks about everything in between from like your family um and really like focusing on how to have community help you um and how that 
depression affects everything in between and you just kind of go through just different steps with your therapist to understand how or the severity of how your depression has affected you and your family or affected you and your livelihood um and it just helps in a lot of different ways because they will understand what you're working through and they're they're going off of what you're experiencing so i think that everyone should look into that acceptance and commitment therapy the psychodynamic therapy the mindfulness based cognitive therapy there's so many things out there um that's um available again use your university if you don't have health insurance or the copay is too expensive um to have a therapist um with your health insurance use your university and see what you can use and do for uh, a therapist because it's definitely something that's going to be needed with post-grad season there's a lot of uncertainties there's a lot of uh it's a very hard transitional time and you need that extra support and I really wish I had like someone like me I wish I had someone like me I wish I had future me like this future me talking to me from May 2022 and was like, go ahead and get your therapist. Do not wait. Do not think you're going to wait until you get your job so you can pay for it. No, go ahead and get what you need to do because you're going to need it. You need it to survive. Because um, it plays around with your mental health. It plays around with your, like, you're playing around with your life if it's severe. And that's what I was doing. <laughs> so don't do that. If, it, if you know you've already had, especially if you know that you're an undergrad, We've already experienced a lot of mental health issues before graduation. Like, there's likely that everything that's you've experienced will be heightened after post-grad. So definitely have someone on call. Definitely have your therapist weekly. Definitely look into your psychiatrist and what you need to do if it's that severe. Um, definitely look into, like, holistic health. Whatever it is up to you, whatever that you feel like is best for you, do it because it's better to be safe than sorry and it's better to have your health intact so that you can have everything else in your life move upwards and um flow to you you don't want because like your health and your livelihood go hand in hand okay so please just work at that because if not you'll just feel like you're perceiving a setback when really maybe you're experiencing a hiatus that you definitely needed you needed a break to heal um so yeah um just look in your insurance provider directory what's in your network um if you have health insurance um if you don't have that look on some teletherapy platforms like online therapy that are subscription based and you know you will see them either through your uh website i'm talking crazy <laughs> um you'll see them um through your website or different things like that um your chat room and email um y'all like i don't know if you can tell but i'm very much like again going through a lot recently um I'm trying to keep my mental intact. That's why I feel like it's important to really um, take that into consideration and give yourself grace. 
that's why I'm giving I I'm giving myself grace too because I would have edited this this whole thing out, but no, no, because this is real. People stumble. People will say the wrong sort of verb agreement. People will sit here and just like say anything off dome. Also, this is my podcast. This is my passion project. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not gonna be hard on myself. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, definitely understanding what's out there and please look into peer support if you need to like look into support for um, maybe you're a nursing student and you just graduated and you need to look in a nursing network do that maybe you're um, just graduated with your marketing degree you need to marketing network on LinkedIn or something or looking into like just networks look into that in terms of things that apply to you so um whether you're someone of color look into young professionals of color of your ethnicity look into just different things that can help you because the more community that you have um definitely helps you in the long run because that could be your referral to the next job that could be somebody who tells you about a job listing that you end up getting that could be somebody who um, tells you about the internship that you end up getting. It it literally doesn't matter. Like, you know, there's ways that fate works and community just really helps softening um, the tough things in life, whether that is just community for your career, or academics, or your actual friends. There's a very tiered way of going about community. Community doesn't have to be people that, you know, know you directly or know you and every little thing about you but they could just be people who are just like you know trying to help you out within your academics or people trying to help you out in your career and then there's the people that actually know you like your friends and your family um so yeah don't think about it in such a linear way when it comes to peer support um really understand um what you want and what you uh want to see in your life uh I think definitely with manifestations, again, this is like the time of um, great manifestations. Think about what it could provide for you. So say you're like, okay, I want um, a lot of money. And you're like, I'm attracting a lot of money. But instead, I'm attracting financial abundance. I'm attracting financial wealth or an abundance of this or that. uh, Financial freedom, financial independence, things like that. Like, Get specific on the feeling, not on the actual material of what you want, but on the feeling like, oh, I'm attracting um, my own home or I'm attracting, you know what I mean? Like, get specific on the feeling and how you feel and write that out and um, practice just like either scripting or saying it out loud or saying what's best for you and what, um, and acknowledging that with gratitude, acknowledging that, like, you know, like, hey, I'm in this situation, it's temporary right now, but um, this is what I'm doing. And honestly, like, my experience is not niche at all. Um, and then there's some people who are postgrads and they've experienced nothing but successes and they've experienced nothing but what they've wanted. And that's beautiful. And, there, and that's the thing you have to understand that, like, everyone's timeline is different. So, comparison kills joy because what happened to them is what was needed for them what happened to you was needed for you so you never know why something happened 
and you may view you may view something like a setback and then and you realize that it was necessary and it was better for you to grow emotionally that way um so yeah just really understand that and give yourself some grace y'all and i really hope that this grad season treats you well that you are spending time with your family your friends and you can just acknowledge your successes and you can just celebrate the fact that you uh, accomplished such a big feat such as college and you're on to a new chapter in your life and i hope you enjoy this episode and yes bunny is out